Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. This is Shai Cherry for Daily Doth Differently. We are continuing with our discussion from Shabbat page 70 to Shabbat page 71, and we are sticking with our themes of multiple transgressions. So uh, we're actually going to finish off with the bottom of page 70B before we get to page 71. But just to uh, bring it to a different level of law, we're talking about ritual law here, but this also has implications in the world of criminal law. So let's say that an individual um, has committed adultery with the Kohen Gadol's wife, big no-no, and it's on Shabbos because the Kohen Gadol is busy on Shabbos. And while um, they are together, he commits a violation of Shabbat. Subsequently, this is uh, found out. This is discovered. So on the one hand, for committing adultery with the Kohen Gadol's, the high priest's wife, he is liable for strangling. So is she, by the way. Um, But for the... Shabbat prohibition, you know, for kindling incense or setting, oh, adjusting the lamp for for mood lighting during their tryst, that Shabbat prohibition, he is liable for stoning. So since you can't both kill somebody, the same individual by strangling and stoning, what do you do? So it turns out that um, you go with the more severe form of execution, which is stoning. Stoning is the most brutal. Stoning somebody to death doesn't quite sound like Shirley Jackson's The Lottery, where you're throwing rocks at the person, but the witnesses involved push the person from a second-story platform, and then the witnesses also then place a boulder on the victim's chest or on the transgressor's chest um, to make sure that he's no longer breathing. So it's not quite an all-out blood sport, um, but uh, that's that's how stoning is carried out anyway. So, okay, getting back to civil law, um, or ritual law, rather. So the Gemara now introduces another case of multiple transgressions. So we're at the bottom of page 70B. Rava said, if one reaped and ground produce the size of a dried fig, which is the minimum threshold for a transgression. But he had forgotten it was Shabbat, but he knew that those that reaping and grinding were problems, were melachot. And then, during the same lapse of awareness, he hasn't yet become aware, he reaps and grinds another amount equal to a dried fig, but this time he remembers it Shabbat, but he somehow loses consciousness or loses memory about these melachot, about these particular prohibited transgressions. And at that point, it becomes known to him about reaping or grinding, that he had done those inadvertently. Um, and then, subsequently, it becomes known that he had done the reaping and grinding deliberately, but he had uh, forgotten about Shabbat. So what do you do when you actually 
conflate the second and third cases that we were presented within the Gemara. And so there's all kinds of going back and forth about, well, when were they, when were they informed about this? Had they already engaged in a sacrifice? Had they already designated an animal to be sacrificed? And in discussing this, we, we have a, a similar kind of case. Uh, now we're at 71b. Um, it was stated, if someone ate two olive size amounts of forbidden fats, and that olive size is the threshold for what constitutes a punishable transgression. So if somebody ate two olive size amounts of forbidden fat in one lapse of awareness, and the first violation became known to him, and then the second violation became known to him, what is the law? So it turns out that this now hinges on whether in between the two transgressions, the individual who had consumed the forbidden fat makes a sacrifice on the first one or not. So that takes us back then to the function of sacrifices. Are the sacrifices to write something that has been upended in the world. And so since the person committed two different kinds of transgressions, regardless of their knowledge, when they, when they offered the first offering, do, does the person need to offer a second offering in order to balance out the universe? Or is this psychological? And if it's psychological, does that first offering that the offender had only in mind his first transgression, does that wrap into or carry along with it the second transgression since it was the same transgression? Or now that the person has figured out that there is an additional transgression that happened to have been the same transgression as he had atoned for, as he had atoned for, but this transgression is as of yet unatoned, does he need to offer an additional sacrifice? So again, are we doing it for the psychology of the person or are we doing it for the education of the person? If it's for the educational benefit of the person, okay, I now get, and I'm not going to, you know, forget anytime soon that that kind of forbidden fat is found in this particular dish. So when I'm in Nashville and I order green beans, I have to ask at a non-hectured restaurant whether or not the green beans were cooked in lard or in bacon and then were just, you know, that that was strained out so that you don't see anything. But I came out to find later that indeed I had eaten green beans that were cooked in lard. And when I drink my shot of wheatgrass juice in order to atone for my transgression, do I have to have every incident of having accidentally consumed that same kind of forbidden food in mind or not? So is it psychological? Is it educational? When I find out that there is an as of yet unatoned for food or act, that I have engaged in because I consumed a forbidden food, do I then need to kind of clean my slate and clean my palate as it were? Or do I feel like, oh, okay, I've already, this is just part and parcel of that same problem I had with green beans cooked in lard 
or with bacon. And now it has come to my attention that I need to be more conscientious about asking folks in unhustered restaurants about that. So this idea of sacrifices can have an educational function, a psychological function, like, okay, now I'm clean. I've done my duty. I've paid my debt to my religion and I can move forward. Um, or is it somehow cosmic or theological that, no, I've actually damaged the nature of reality and God, and I have to set that right again. So with all those in mind, uh, I wish you all the best of luck in writing the universe and yourselves. And this has been a pleasure learning with you. This is Shy Cherry for Daily Doff Differently. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Doff Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify. <laughs>